We're joined now by Jeremy Clark from TCU 247 Sports. Jeremy, thanks for being with us. Let's talk a little bit about the Frogs and, and what's going on offensively. The last couple of weeks, just about 350, 360 yards of offense and just 14 points. And earlier in the year, they, they really racked up some offensive points. And now the last couple of weeks, just a couple of touchdowns in each game. Yeah, I think you gotta you, you gotta give a little bit of credit to Kansas State and and Oklahoma. They obviously played pretty good defense uh, both both games at TCU. Uh, and, and like I've been telling people all week, it really starts up front with the offense. If they're not really playing well right now as an offensive line, tackles especially, they're not giving Max Duggan much time to draw back and throw. And and really, when Doug Meacham took over as the play caller this year. And and the way he did things back when he was at TCU before, they really haven't got to get into a lot of their offense and what he likes to do, which is go vertical, go down the field, simply because they don't have enough time to do those things. But they're still moving the football. They're they're great 30-30, to but once they get in the red zone, they start to have these pre-snap penalties, start to have holding calls. And really, if they could put – everything together where they don't have those things, then they'll be a little bit more successful. But you're right. They they were really good against Iowa State, and they were obviously pretty good against Texas in the second game. Jeremy, do you expect anybody to step up and emerge as running back number one for this team? That's a great question because, man, they, they do have some talented young guys. Uh, Mari DiMercardo started the year. I think he kind of got the start because he was the older of the bunch, and, and Gary really – uh, rewards these kids when they work hard in fall camp and especially the older kids that have been around but they really haven't had a chance to really break themselves apart I mean it's Darwin Barlow's a great running back uh, Kendra Miller's a great running back DeMarc Way Foster's a good running back and everyone knows who Zach Evans is from his recruitment and he's obviously the highest signed player TCU's ever landed under Gary Patterson but we asked Gary that the other day we asked him if there's anyone that's really ready to set themselves apart and he said to be honest with you, none of them do all the things that we need to do. Uh, some of them are great runners, some of them great passers, some of them are great runners and receivers, and but they still they still got to learn how to pass protect. Uh, a guy like Zach Evans has missed a lot of fall camp due to the close contacts with COVID, but they also are kind of banged up right now. Not none of them are 100% healthy, but. I think as we get further down the season, I know we're four games through it right now, but as we get uh, maybe two or three games down the season, we will see, start to see one of those guys kind of start to emerge with more carries. Right now, Max Duggan's getting the most carries out of everyone. Yeah, and you look at this roster, and the wide receiving core you all have, you got a lot of people starting to transfer out, including Hunt from Texarkana, Texas High. What's going on there? Well, the good thing is when you look at the guys that have transferred out, uh, Aldontre Davis uh, and uh, obviously Tavales Hunt, they, they're guys that might have had some type of contributions in years past, but they really haven't had much contribution this year. Dylan Thomas is the other one. I couldn't think of his name a second ago. But uh, those three guys, it, they're, they're really not seeing the field. It's, it's not a huge loss. They're, they're athletic players, but – I've been telling everyone if it's guys like Tay Barber, uh, Quentin Johnston, Blair Conrad, when those type of players start transferring out or start entering the portal, and we know how much of a contribution those guys give each week and, and their starters, then I would start to raise my eyebrows a little bit. What's going on? Are they are they scared about the offense? Or are they, are they not happy with something? Or are they not happy with the quarterback? But for right now, I would just say the guys that are kind of entering the portal right now are the guys that – might, might be better suited to move on uh, into another program and maybe get some more playing time down the road. 
Jeremy, when you look at Baylor's in in scouting report, obviously Baylor has struggled to run the football. So how will Gary Patterson attack that with with Baylor's inability to run the football? Well, the good thing for Baylor is TCU's got the worst run defense in the Big 12 this year. I know it's it's crazy to hear that because we're so used to TCU having a strong defensive front where, where they do a great job of eliminating the run. But this year, uh, they struggled against Iowa State, obviously struggled a little bit against uh, uh, Oklahoma last week. They've, they've given up two 200-yard rushers this year. The, the thing is, they just got to get – more consistent up front. Uh, the interior of the t- defensive line isn't playing except- exceptionally well right now, which is surprising to me because Corey Bethley uh, had a strong year. He's had a really strong career uh, all during his time at TCU, and he just really hasn't played up to par this year. But I, I think for them, they've got to get just overall more consistency. They've, I-, I-, I think when you're having your linebackers consistently lead the team in tackles, week in and week out, and even some of these safeties, that tells me a lot that the defensive line isn't getting the job done up front. And if you watch when when teams go back to pass, they routinely have, especially last week with Spencer Rattler, they routinely have three to five seconds to throw every time they drop back. So right now, if you ask Gary Patterson what he thinks about his defensive line, he's not too impressed with them right now. Earlier today, a report emerged. uh, I was talking about Gary Patterson told Brian Estridge that the team didn't practice well this week. What are your thoughts on that, or is that is there truth to that, or do you think it's just like trying to do it be a distraction? <laughs> you know, I've known the guys for 15 years. I've covered them for a long time, and and usually it's pretty much the opposite. If he says there's a good week of practice, it's usually they're probably not going to look good on Saturday. When he talks bad about the team, he's either trying to light a fire under them, or they've actually looked good. And he's just trying to surprise everyone. Or the last the last choice, they've actually looked bad, so don't get your expectations too high for Saturday. But uh, you, typically he doesn't just come out and say that they've had a bad week of practice. Sometimes he'll say, we might have had a bad day this week. But overall, if, if he's saying those kind of things, I think it's kind of not to, not to throw him under the bus a little bit, but sometimes it's just a little bit of smoke and mirrors. Hey, Jeremy, we, uh, we appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Uh, it should be a lot of fun tomorrow. And we, uh, we look forward to it, and we appreciate you being on the program. Appreciate you guys having me. Thank you. All right, that is uh, Jeremy Clark from TCU 247 Sports.